Good morning, everybody. You're waking up to the vibe. Good morning, Bettina. Good morning, Michelle. It's great to see you here. Good morning, Sherry. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. Oh, we're going to have some fun today. We do every day. Every day is a fun day. Crazy day ahead. We got a great weekend ahead of us. We're going to talk about Wish Fest. And we got a very special guest. Upstate New York's very own celebrity on the show today. Oh, yeah. I am feeling it, man. Hope you're feeling it. That's right. Good morning, Keith. Running a little bit late today. Apologize for that. But we're here. We are here. And so is the Vibe Tribe. You are waking up to the vibe. Getting things together here. We're ready to rock and roll. We are so ready to rock and roll. All right, as you can see on the screen, as you can see, win great prizes and sign up. Now, so you know, folks, if you've already signed up, if you've already gone to the website, there's no need to sign up again. I haven't started the contest, and I haven't started the newsletter. I'm going to shoot that out. The first one will go out this Monday. So if you haven't signed up for our online newsletter, now's the time, www.wakeuptothevibe.com. Dot com. Go to the newsletter, sign up. Yes, indeed. And you too can win a Wake Up to the Vibe t-shirt and many other prizes. We've got some stuff going on. So yes, if you signed up, you do not need to sign up again, but I just got to keep on reminding you. And please, please, please share today's video. I ask you every day to share the videos. Today's super important because we're going to be talking about Make-A-Wish and Wish Fest, which is happening in upstate New York tomorrow night. And I will be emceeing this event with Rebecca Piccone. And we've got so many great entertainers. And we are on a mission to raise some money. We are going to raise some money. Good morning, Don and Keith. Let me shout out a couple of good mornings here. Good morning, Keith. How are or, um, yeah, well, Good morning, Keith. But good morning, Mike Messino. It's good to have you in the room. Hello, uh, King. It's good to have you here with us this morning. Good morning, Nancy Sadex in the house. This is good stuff. We are ready to roast. So, uh, man, let me tell you, <laughs> so much is going on, and we've got some good stuff planned for you for next week. Uh, but first, let's let's talk about today, okay? And be what I'm going to do, hold on. I'm going to bring this person in the room, and I'm going to do an introduction here. Hold on a second. We need some like serious, serious music in the background here. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> She's got her groove going on. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. I love this quote. Katy Perry says, the voice of a Ferrari. <laughs> I love that quote. She's got the voice of a Ferrari. She's performed a duet with the legendary Pat Benatar. Who can say that? I can't say that. Our viewers can't say that, but you... You could say that. And she was one of American Idol's runner-ups. But I will say she's America's sweetheart right here, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to Wake Up to the Vibe, Madison Vandenberg. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. Very early. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> you know, this is, this is why we throw this energy in your direction. Yes. Every, everything I just said, what I was really saying is, wake up! Well, thank you. Thank you. It's much needed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm texting Ray, our, our good friend, Ray Golick, who's in charge of Wish Fest. I'm texting him at th like three minutes of seven. And I go, Ray, I'm nervous because I'm the only one in the room right now. <laughs> I got it right at seven. I was like, 
in the middle, like putting my lashes on. Like, <laughs> like oh my God. Like, did did you have to run around and look for these lashes or you were just doing them up to make them longer? No, well, no, I kind of put them um, to make them longer. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe today I thought maybe they had snap on, snap on lashes or they something. They do. Magnetic. Do they really? Do they really? They use magnetic, like glue. <laughs> I don't know. But oh my gosh! So much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm so excited. Uh, we're so excited to have you. This is uh, it's going to be a great show today. Probably not your traditional interview. So you know, um, usually I will talk to the guests for ten minutes before we go on. When the guest is ten minutes early. <laughs> I know. Like, should have there early. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you are such a musician. No, are you kidding me? I wouldn't expect anything differently. This is how musicians roll. I completely I understand. I don't know why we're such a pain in the butt. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we got today. We got tomorrow. What's the hurry? <laughs> so so madison listen let's let's dive in because we've got a lot of things to talk about and 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 you're one of those people i can tell i was doing a little bit of homework online and and just meeting you last week and i know we have an event tomorrow we're going to talk about um this could be one of those four-hour interviews but unfortunately <laughs> we don't have four hours uh in your words in your words today sitting in that chair who is Madison Vandenberg? Madison Vandenberg <laughs> is um, I am a I am an eighteen year old musician who uh, loves to sing, play guitar and piano, and I am a dark pop artist, um, and I'm also a singer songwriter. Love it. Love it. <laughs> outside, outside of music, and I'm gonna I'm I want to get to know you, and and this is really one on one time. We have we have our viewers are in the room. Uh, but I view this as one-on-one -on -one time, and I want to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So I want to start out with, really, where where did this all come from? You, you play guitar, you play piano. I read that you were playing the flute at one time, right? I don't know. Do you still play the flute? Um, no, I played in school. I still love it, but don't have time for it anymore. <laughs> okay. So, so was it, you know, one of these situations where you were a little kid running around with the, the hairbrush and <laughs> singing in the mirror and, you know, and said, I'm going to do this someday. I mean, how did this happen? Well, I grew up listening to like Celine Dion and Whitney Houston, like on repeat in my dad's truck. I remember we used to have CDs and CDs and CDs of like the hits. And I used to have just, I used, I grew up just listening to it. And then when I was six, I started piano lessons. Um, seven, I started guitar lessons. So I was, I was a kid when I was really already just diving deep into music, and I just fell in love with it. And then ten. When I, when I turned 10, I was at a karaoke booth and I sang um, a Whitney Houston song and a Celine Dion song. And after that, I was like, this is really cool. Like, this is so awesome. And, um, you know, between 10 and 14, 15-ish, I just worked my butt off playing bar gigs and restaurant gigs, like, all the time. And then when American Idol came around, um, you know, everything kind of just changed. Like, everything is totally different now. And... Um, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy ride, but it's it's so amazing, and I'm so grateful to be able to 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 be where I am today. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been a it's been a long road. That's all. That is awesome. I have to ask you this: <clears throat> At 10 years old, you choose to sing Celine Dion and Whitney Houston. Could you have picked a couple of artists with some vocal range? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> like, I'm going big, baby, or I'm going home. <laughs> That was it. And that was it. <laughs> my mom and my dad were always just like, just do it. Just like, just do it. Cause they, they heard me sing it like, you know, not in front of the public. And they were just, they were just my biggest encouragers. And um, that's yeah, awesome. Really that's awesome. Yeah. Well, so I did follow you. I do follow both shows, American Idol and the voice. Uh, there's only three shows. I watch American Idol, the voice and shark tank. That's it. It's all my TV. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm into the Netflix series, <laughs> but that's, that's a whole nother topic. They're so addicting, right? <laughs> yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, but, but I was watching both shows and I have to be honest with you. And, and, and this is no disrespect uh, to American Idol seriously. And I mean this, I'm not just saying this cause you're on the show. You are the winner. I'm, I'm serious. You are the winner. You yeah crushed it 
you're, you. <laughs> you're so, and you're so humble. You're Thank so humble. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That, that means a lot to me. Um, that whole show was like the best experience of my life. So I'm so grateful for, for the platform it's given me. Um, was it easy for you? Was, was American Idol easy for you? No, it was actually probably, um, well, as, I mean, even as an artist or even as a person, it was probably the most challenging time um, of my life so far because it was just so much commotion and change. It's so fast. Um, and I really grew as both like a singer and um, as a person as well. And uh, I don't know. I, I used to get a lot of comments. People, people always used to say like, she, you know, it's so like make it look harder. Like it looks really easy. And I was just like, I am struggling like every week, like working my butt off every single week, like not having a voice near showtime because I'm working so much. And so many people were like, she's faking it. Like it's, it's so, it's not, or it's, it looks too easy for her. And I was just like when I was singing and I was like, I don't know what to do. It, it's hard. It was hard. It was yeah. hard. I'm, but it well, I'm sure, especially being so young, it's it's not like you just came off of a you know a 50 city tour and and we're in three different countries and all of a you know you're singing at home, you're playing local gigs, and then all of a sudden you're hanging out with Lionel Richie and Katy Perry and Luke Bryan. I mean, like seriously, let me tell you, I never imagined myself there at all. If you had if you had to pick one highlight through the entire season, and you made it right until the very end, and correct me, well. Rather than correcting me and me getting it wrong, how far did you get? I came in third. I thought so. Okay, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to get get that piece wrong. Um, so you made it to to number three. That's a pretty long season, and that's one heck of a stretch. What was the highlight? Give me one thing. Just just take a minute and give me the one thing that really just like you took it home and said, "Man, I can't believe that happened to me." Um. So many moments like that. I think I'm tied between two. Um, I think when I, when they flew us to Hawaii, that was, um, like, it was kind of like an eye opener that the show really was like, had the potential to truly change my career. I guess I don't know. I just kind of opened my eyes. It was like, wow, this is serious now. Like we're actually going somewhere crazy. It, it was so awesome that entire week. Um, but then I'd also think, um, the mentors were like a, the biggest wow factor to me. Um, like Adam Lambert was incredible. Pat Benatar, Neil Geraldo, um, Lauren Daigle. Like there were so many amazing people that I got to meet. And oh, and singing with Dan and Shay. That was the coolest thing ever. It was right. so cool. Oh my God. There's, I could go on and on and on. I met Carrie Underwood backstage. I almost like cried. I was so nervous. <laughs> So, so much cool stuff. I'd say really the mentors and going to Hawaii were like my favorite. Yeah. I could only imagine. <laughs> and someone else paid for it, right? <laughs> Who gets to go to Hawaii, hang out with a bunch of celebrities on someone else's dime? This is wonderful. I would have never afforded it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Are you a songwriter? Do you write your own material? I do. Yeah. Do you do you shop material as well? I know you know a lot of singer songwriters will go through publishing companies and look for other songs, you know, looking for that hit. How about yourself? Yeah, well, I work with a um, a, a songwriter um, and producer. His name is Pat Gasparini, and then his recording engineer Randy Pasquella. Um, I just started working with these guys about a month ago, and um, so he writes his own stuff that I that me and him go over, and so like I'll sing what he he has written, and then he'll you know, we'll work on something I've written. So it's kind of like a joint effort between me and Pat. Um, and I find that works really, really well because we've gotten so much work done in the past like month. We have so much music ready to go, like a EP and, and the getting ready to go and just so much cool stuff. So, um, yeah. So I guess I do. I write and I, I do, you know, sing his songs as well. Reason the song I just released was written by Pat Gasparini. So, um, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> is, is there, I know with the, with the whole COVID thing going on, um, is there talk of a tour? How do you, are, are you planning this kind of stuff today or are we just sitting, I don't want to say just sitting back, but are we waiting or is there actually a tour in, in process? We have, um, well, we have this idea that we're still working on that um, is, is, you know, I don't know. We're, we're working on some dates. We're trying to make it work with, with everything going on. 
Um, it's really, really difficult, but we're, we're looking into, I mean, I just had a show at the drive-ins last week. So we're looking into possible, like just hitting a few like drive-ins in, in a few States or, um, um, malls. We don't really know yet, but there are like some things cooking in terms of like actually playing this year. So there will be something. It's just secret. I can't say it yet. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. But isn't that amazing though? If if you look back one year, you never could have imagined my tour is going to be at drive-in theaters across <laughs> the U.S. Like when did the drive-in theaters? They were going out of business a year ago, and now they become a platform, right? They do. Yeah, it's so weird. Everything is so different. It's so, it's just like every, we have to adapt to it. I mean, everybody does. And it's just, I think we're all kind of playing it by ear as we go along. And I don't think anybody really knows what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's just, everything's different. So we're trying to, we're trying to make it work. We're trying to adapt. Cool. You know? Cool. You know, I, I'm probably a little bit all over the board with my questioning. Cause I'm thinking of things as we're talking, right. And I'm, we're talking about tours and we're talking about driving theaters. And, and I, I don't know why this popped into my head when you're on tour and you're playing arenas, you've got these backstage catering services, you know, record companies taking you out to dinner and radio stations having buffets and this and that. Right. And now you're at the drive-in theater. So the, they, they welcome the band for cheeseburgers and French fries. Right. <laughs> Well, yes, actually, Molten Drive-In has some pretty good hot dogs. <laughs> you have arrived. <laughs> so what, what is, what is, I want to get to know you personally. What is, what is your favorite food? Do you cook? Do you like to, to brew up something interesting or what? I'm, I'm learning, but my favorite is anything pasta. I will eat anything pasta it is very bad and i've been trying to stay on a diet where i don't eat as much but i can't help it alfredo sauce is my weakness so pasta will save you pasta will <laughs> makes you feel better i don't know why it does that <laughs> don't listen to all of those people who are anti-carb trust me <laughs> Oh, I've tried. I've tried. It just doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I want to remind our viewers, I have it on the screen, but as you know, we're talking with Madison uh, Vandenberg, a singer, songwriter, performer, just an, uh, an all-out great person here and has done some amazing stuff uh, in her music career. At 18 years old, uh, you've already accomplished so, so much. Um, let's talk about Pat Benatar. What, what's her husband's name? Neil Giraldo. Neil Giraldo, right? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, talk about two people. And I watched the performance this morning. And I thought I did because I, you know, I want to be a little bit in the loop when I'm interviewing a guest. <laughs> and I was so impressed by how you handled yourself, though. You were just like, yeah, Pat, I got this line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. It was I was every moment that I spent next to her, a living legend, I like died inside. I was like, what am I doing here? Like, is this real life? Like she was so amazing and even more incredible in the rehearsals. And so was Neil. Neil was also just so super supportive as well. And they were just both on my side the whole time. Um, just, you know, supporting me a hundred percent. And um, when we finally got to perform together on stage, it was just magical. Like it just, it and we were all just jamming out on stage and I didn't care whether I was going next week to continue or whatever. I was just focused on holy crap like I'm singing with right. Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo like grew up listening to them. It's just the yeah. coolest thing ever. Coolest Talk ever. about being grateful in the moment, right? Yeah, hundred percent. That's awesome. I'm I'm actually gonna play that song right now and um uh, for our, our viewing and listening audience, just really take a listen to this. And uh, uh, there are no words. There's there there uh, actually. If you do your homework, you probably are not going to find a lot of people singing this song with Pat Benatar. <laughs> That's so cool. It's, it's amazing. I I was I'm like wow. This this is pretty. <laughs> yeah let let's do this let's uh let's play the song and then we're going to talk a, a little bit more about you and and your life and where we're going in the future and we have another song we'll play later on in the show but but i know i'm anxious i know our viewing audience is is anxious so uh let me do a quick screen share here and this is uh, uh madison vonderberg singing with 
Pat Benatar and her husband, Neil. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, pretty epic, I must say. Thank you. Oh, I, my gosh. Oh, my God. Just watching that. Like, it's, it's amazing, right? <laughs> it's amazing stuff right there. Oh, my gosh. I had, I, you know, a lot of times, well, you know, I have different artists on the show, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was just amazing. I was, like, tingling from head to toe. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> But that I'm so proud of you. I, I don't even know you. Thanks. But you know, you're an upstate New Yorker. You're from Cohoes, New York, right? And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was uh that's an epic moment, man. <laughs> if that's all that came from being an idol contestant, that's good enough. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> So I, I'm always curious when when you get an opportunity like that, and you you know you have backstage stuff, you've got rehearsals, you get to know them a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You get their cell phone number. Like, <laughs> can I you stop know. at her house and have a barbecue? <laughs> you know, no. I, I mean, I actually got their email. They I went to their one of their shows afterward, and they sent me an email, and they were like, "Madison, are you here? We'd love to see you." And I and I had no service, and I got the email the next day and I was like, Oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, unfortunately we don't get to, uh, we don't get to get that close with them. Kind yeah. Of this too, but it was still an right. experience. Yeah. Was- I, I have a feeling the day is going to come when they're going to be coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh my God. That Benatar is going to be singing one of your songs. Okay. That would be insane. How crazy, right? You to this whatever event, whether I'm hosting a dinner or something, you have to be there (laughs) to stream it to wake up to the vibe. I was going to say, either we stream it or just put me on the guest list. I'm cool. I'll come. (laughs) I know how to hang. (laughs) 
Now, listen, so so um, you've had some vocal coaching. Yeah. Okay. And uh, your vocal coach, obviously, with uh, Mariah Formica, right? And uh, she was on The Voice. Uh, I know a good friend of mine, and you know David Tomasic, David J, right? He's, he's a dear friend of mine. I've actually produced a few videos with him. He's a great guy. I just love, I love Dave. And uh, he was taking some lessons from this coach. Who is this coach? I, I want to know, what is this coach? What's, what's the magic going on behind those doors, man? Well, we go to – I actually wasn't aware that David – I don't know which, which coach David went to, but me and Mariah, we started off with Leslie O'Donnell from Modern Day Music in Clifton Park. Um, and she was my first vocal coach for a few years and just absolutely amazing, completely changed the way I sang and saved me from like really hurting my voice when I was young. And uh, when she kind of moved to like home lessons, I stayed at modern, well, we stayed at modern day and now we take from Katie Johnson and she is so incredible, um, as well. Like their, their whole team there is, is absolutely amazing, professional, so cool. But um, yeah, me and uh, me and Mariah's voice teacher is Katie Johnson, and she's just so sweet, and she really knows what she's doing. And um, I've been with her for I think probably a year now, um, and it's just been great. It's just been awesome. Is that is that something you do on a on a weekly basis, or is this something once in a while, or it's it's a scheduled, steady thing for you? Yeah, it's every Tuesday. Every Tuesday at seven. I have my online voice lesson. <laughs> well, you know, it's it it amazes me though. Somebody who can sing like you, you have this amazing range, and you have you have great control. And a lot of singers have beautiful voices, but then sometimes they they get a little sloppy, right? You've got great control over your voice, and it amazes me that you're still taking lessons. Oh, thank you. I think um, uh, the owner MDM, his name is Paul Benedetti. He uh, produced my first song, uh, my first two songs. Um, he told me something that still sticks with me. It's like, you know, voice lessons isn't about um, like constantly trying to make yourself better. It's more about like learning new ways um, to, to help your voice and like preserve it and also sound good, but not having to give your all every time. And, and that's super important for me. And I think for Mariah as well, because we're both about uh, belters and we like to, you know, be loud when we sing. And um, I don't know that that comes with a lot of consequences. If you don't do it right, you can definitely strain, you can get vocal nodes and so much stuff that um, I think vocal coaching really helps to avoid. Um, but no, thank you so much. <laughs> that is so yeah. Fun. Well, you know, and, and also you have that coach uh, on the sidelines there for you at all times. I mean, you take a, Michael Jordan, right? Greatest basketball player of all time. He has several coaches. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody needs to teach him how to play the game of basketball, but it's nice to have di people with different perspectives looking and watching you from different angles with, with uh, your best interest in mind, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool stuff. You know, one of the things I, I read about you, uh, and I don't know why this hit me, because when I was young, I, I loved having a big wheel, and I used to go down the hills with this thing, and it had those plastic wheels, and you would just, like, slide out. You were so cool if you if you were to get on a big wheel and go down a hill. You were a soapbox derby racer. I was. <laughs> I was. I was. My car, used, we used to put it on top of the, the closet there. Um, yeah, you, you won some capital district thing in soapbox derby, didn't you? <laughs> She's not just a singer, folks. <laughs> I'm ready for NASCAR. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, my piano teacher and guitar teacher is actually the was the director for everything going on for soapbox derby in Albany, and so she was like, "Let's let's let's try it," and we did. And my dad used to to soapbox derby race, so it was like a family tradition. And um, yeah, that was that was like. I don't know. Till like age fourteen, I'd say that was like my my main thing besides music was soapbox. soapbox. Did you have a, a, a like a soapbox derby like get up like costume uniform, right? <laughs> How serious were you? Oh, oh God! I mean, you like think about something you did in the past and you just cringe at yourself. <laughs> no, um. I was, I don't know, my whole family, we all took it like super serious. Like this was our, this was our thing, like whatever. <laughs> but it was a good, it was a good family memory. But no, yeah. it was like leggings and um, they provided us a shirt to wear. So. And I helped. Don't, don't <laughs> mess with Madison Vandenberg, the soapbox derby queen. I'll come for you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that is too funny. So we have, we have another song that we're going to play, and then I want to come back and talk about Wish Fest, which you're performing on tomorrow. Our good friend Ray Golick has assembled this concert to raise money uh, for kids that are making a wish uh, with Make a Wish America. Uh, just such a great cause a great cause. Why do you get involved in things like this? I mean, is it because you have this celebrity status and somebody called or do you have a passion for helping children out? Well, I grew up um, knowing of Make-A-Wish. And so when they reached out to me, I was, I was on board from the start. I was like, let's freaking do it. Like, let's do something cool. Whatever you need, I'm down. And so we had so much planned for this year before everything happened. Um, and I was going to do a benefit concert and um, all this stuff that got, unfortunately got canceled. Um, but I think that it just brings me a lot of inner happiness and just inner peace to know that I can be give it back to the world in a way that I don't think I would have been able to maybe a year ago. I think now I'm so grateful to have a platform to be able to uh, spread awareness, spread, uh, start charities. I mean, I have um, a Feeding America charity. I have the Make-A-Wish charity. And then I have Make-A-Wish tomorrow night. And it just, I don't know, it just it, it's just such a cool thing to be a part of. It's really an honor, to be honest with you. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of giving back a little bit. And that that is an amazing feeling. So. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about this. For those of you that are in the room and, and watching the broadcast, uh, we want to remind you tomorrow, 6 o'clock, Make-A-Wish Fest, uh, Wish Fest it's called. Uh, you can look it up on Facebook. Ray, I know you're in the show. If you could go post the link in the room for our viewers to click on, it'll take them directly uh, to the Wish Fest page. And you can also donate today. And Ray was telling me when I was searching for you this morning, <laughs> I was getting nervous. I'm like, Ray, Ray, where's our girl, Ray? <laughs> and he, so he goes, I just texted her because we hit $10,000 this morning. He challenged people to hit $10,000 before Wish Fest concert or before the show. I forgot which it was. Uh, but yeah, they hit $10,000 this morning. So incredible. I saw his text while I was still put like doing my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> while I was searching for my eyebrows <laughs> or my eyelashes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that is funny stuff. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so they hit $10,000. We're doing Wish Fest concert tomorrow. And uh, Madison's going to be singing and performing uh, tomorrow for the uh, Wish Fest. And we also have uh, the Rock Junkies. We have Flame. We have Jocelyn and Chris will be on. Uh, we have uh, people doing presentations. We're, we're giving money out. It's all kinds of good stuff. And that's happening from 6 to 9 or 6 to 10. I forgot which one it was. 6 until whenever we're done. How about that? And then, uh, uh, but it's going to be good stuff. So, and and for those of you who are in the room, you can tune in to WishFest tomorrow uh, by visiting WishFest, their page on Facebook. Ray's going to post the link and also wake up to the vibe. We're broadcasting live to both pages. So I had to just throw that out there, Madison. So um, yeah. uh, now we have a song here called Reason, right? And yeah. you mentioned that you uh, work, you worked with somebody else wrote this particular song, but it's somebody that you're working with and is assisting and producing you, correct? Right. Yeah. Set the stage. Tell us the story, and then we'll, we'll go into the song. So I was reached I was reached out to by a really good friend of mine. His name is Adrian Bowles, and he had a lot of well. First of all, he's just an awesome guy. Adrian, if you're watching, hello, shout out to you. Um, he he put me in contact with Pat Gasparini and his recording engineer, and um, so we met and talked. And he sent me a few ideas, and this was one of the first ideas he showed me. And I was just like, I love it, I love it. And he was like, Let's record it. And I went in. Um, I don't know. It took us a few weeks to kind of get comfortable enough to, to be able to sit in a studio together just because of everything going on in the world and stuff. But we made sure, sure. we were safe and uh, we got in the studio. It was so awesome and, and we worked together so well. So after that, we just took off, kept writing every single week. And, and um, that's how we got here. But Reason, yeah, Reason is such a cool project for me. It's such a new experience to, to first of all, to sing somebody else's song and to also put my own spin on that and and um, 
it's just such a cool thing. It's really yeah, cool. it's a, it's a and it's a great song. I especially like the harmony tracks. Mm -hmm. I, I like to listen to different layers of the song, and I'm and I'm listening this morning, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's beautiful harmony work. You know what I mean? And uh, are you layering the harmonies, or did you have somebody else come in and do the harmonies? No, we we do everything, or I record all the ad libs and the harmonies and stuff. Yeah, very cool. So uh, this is called a reason, and takes me a second here to go and find right here on wake up to the vibe and you're listening to madison vandenberg let's go here I'm going to interrupt this real quick here, Madison, because uh, I was just informed. Hold on a second. I'm going to interrupt this because I was informed that there was no audio. Yeah, I couldn't hear it either. Yeah, that. You know, listen, this is live on <laughs> live on the internet, right? <laughs> and I, I love it. You got to fix this stuff on the spot. It's better. It's what are you going to do? I wasn't going to go the whole song without. And I've done that before. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give this another try here. Hold on a second. I think I think I know why. I do know why. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. It's Friday. All right, let's try this one more time. We're going to do this. And we're going to do this. I'm good to go. And I think we are good to go on this one. I can hear it now. All right. Enjoy. For so long, the time has come for me. Time to search your soul now, find out what is real. I know how you're feeling, I know how it Take me for granted when you look in my heart and hold me while I'm screaming. Oh, 
you're waking up to the vibe madison vonnenberg hold on we gotta shut some things off here get back to this that and this this is challenging for me (laughs) i'd be so stressed out (laughs) well it's uh it's kind of a crazy well first let's talk about the song because that was absolutely beautiful and so I use the system called StreamYard, which is, you know, there's Zoom and then there's StreamYard. And unfortunately, StreamYard isn't the best for audio, but it, it has so many other features and so many other cool things that allows a talk show host to do their thing. So um, and, and, and it troubles me because you get somebody like yourself, this amazing voice, amazing video and music. And and then StreamYard kind of compresses it because there's so many streaming, so many people streaming today, right? Right. right. Um, so that's you know you take the good with the bad, but that was pretty much amazing. I hope our viewing <laughs> audience uh, were able to hear it. I know. And then they have the whole internet delay, the latency thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, it's two minutes before somebody says, "Hey, there's no sound." Right. Oh I know. Trust me. I, I I mean, when everything happened and I was doing live streams all the time on Twitch. Woo, it was a learning curve. Let me tell you. It is the learning. And, you know, and when you're one person doing it, it's never that easy, right? Exactly. So it, it's funny because I'm watching this series morning show with uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Steve Carell. Yeah. And it makes you realize when there's 20 people, you have microphone people. And, you know, you were in the American Idol production. Right. Yeah. And you have microphone people, you have camera people, you have you have the, the, the audio engineers and you have you have the eyelash people, right? <laughs> oh no, I'm never gonna live that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Are you kidding? So uh so tomorrow <laughs> you're funny. Um what are what are your musical influence? I want to talk about tomorrow, but in in a second, what are your musical influences? Like when you're driving around, what are what are you listening to? I listen to a lot of James Arthur. I really like Billie Eilish. Um, there's an artist named Fletcher that I listen to a lot. She's amazing. Uh, you know, I there's so many others. I, I always blank when people ask me this question because I really like to listen to so many different types of music that um. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but James Arthur and Billie Eilish, they're like my musical inspirations at this moment because I just think what they do is so dope. It's super Billie cool. Eilish is crushing it. She is. You know, all kudos to her because so many people say that she's overrated, but I don't think so. I think she's so talented, especially for her age and what she, I don't, can't even imagine what her day looks like. Like, I, crazy. Yeah. I think when people say that, um, I don't know if they fully understand the industry and what goes into it because you take someone like Billie Eilish. It's not just vocals. It's production. It's style. It's trends. It, 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 she's, she's hitting it for, you know, she cleaned house right at the Grammys took, took all these awards home and, and, uh, and then someone says, yeah, she's overrated. Now, maybe if you got one Grammy, <laughs> but you don't get all of that. If you don't know what you're doing, it's just it's incredible because i've talked to a few people that are in like on um who work in the business and they've said that like she really has been like the driving force the mastermind behind all of the the uh, a lot of the marketing plans and and um her look and everything like that all came from her head and i think that is so fascinating because what she does is so artistically like unique i guess that 
blows my mind and it draws me in every time. So she's just good for her. You know what I mean? I, I, it's so cool to see a young artist being successful and just doing what they do. You know, yeah. super cool. Do you, when you listen to that kind of stuff, because it's not, it's not your lane. I mean, it's it's different than your music, right? right. Uh, but when you there's a little more electronics going on and and heavily produced, right? Mm -hmm. uh, do you see yourself experimenting with stuff like that? I mean, when you, you look at Kelly Clarkson, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when she first came out, it was such straightforward country music, and now it's full blown. It's pop. It's country. It's rock, covering all genres. And kudos to artists like yourself and and uh, you know. Kelly, that can pull that kind of stuff off. But where do you see yourself five years from now, like in a straight, narrow lane or or really? I, well, I've always been super open to any type of, I've always loved experimenting with my music. And I honestly, if I could be, if I could produce something like what Billie Eilish has done or does, I think that would be super cool. I, I'm so into um, that sound. I think it's so cool. It's just so cool, especially, I mean, I don't know, a lot about producing at all but i know just a little bit to know like to listen to like certain stuff to be like that's so cool that they they kind of added that in there the way they did or whatever it's just um i don't know and it's they, they all bop they're all bops so yeah yeah percent. i think the direction i'm going in and a lot of my new music is way different than what i have out right now um it's not as acoustic folky like um country kind of sound it's more of like a a darker pop um like powerhouse type of sound um and i'm i really am in love with it i've been waiting for a really long time to kind of um get to that point and discover that as an artist and i finally think i did and um it's just such a relieving feeling so i'm excited for the music that's coming out yeah cool i like that when you said uh it bops is that what you said <laughs> yeah, yeah like well, you, you have to explain that to me what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> you can bop to him you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know I, <laughs> hey listen it's it's a generational thing all right I, i'm understanding this <laughs> well here's some of my lingo <laughs> i love it it's fresh it wakes me up <laughs> um i want to i want to make note here and i don't know if you're watching the stream from are you watching the stream at the same time as uh, the interview uh, because I, I seem to have lost a connection on my end. And I'm really hoping that this is streaming live. And if it isn't, for some reason, I'm replaying this interview. I'm going to take, give me one second. I want to look at this again. Yeah, I went on Facebook to try and share it to my page. And I texted Bray because I was like, is it on for you? I'm not, and I texted my friend. She said she could still see it. But yeah, okay. Um, I, it seems to be back. I'm looking at it again. And and again, here's the problem. And if Facebook is kind of funny, when I interview somebody and we play a copyrighted song, sometimes mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, I've, I already received one warning and I'm like, but I'm interviewing the person that wrote the song, but it was already registered with ASCAP and BMI and stuff. And, and I, you know, all these complications, the, the system's not flawless by any means. Oh, 100% totally get that. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll I'll review things, and if for some reason, and because we're recording the broadcast at the same time, uh, yeah. because I want you to be able to look back at this in thirty years. Hopefully, I'm here, and you can look back and go, well, "I remember that guy. <laughs> I remember that interview." Oh, oh my gosh! I'd be like, "We still gonna hold that dinner?" No, we're gonna hold that dinner, and, and I want you back on the show. I want to see where you're going. Let's make this a, a regular thing. Seriously. Yes. I, I mean, I would actually be down if, if for real. Like I, this is so much fun. I, it's probably the most fun I've had an interview in forever. So you forgot about getting up at seven in the morning, right? You're not tired anymore. Are you? No, I'm a little crackhead energy. Like I got some like crackhead energy. Cause it's so run after this. I don't know. Maybe that, that Maybe. is awesome. So <laughs> listen, can people buy your music? People can. Yes, yes, yes. They can buy iTunes. It iTunes, yep, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Deezer, I think, CD Baby, I'm pretty sure, a bunch of, oh, Tidal, just all those, like, all, everywhere, it's everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, it's everywhere. Well, listen, I'm going to uh, close the show with you, okay? Cool. So ha hang tight. Uh, first, I want to thank you very much for taking the time. I, I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot of studio stuff going on. Um, 
but but it really means a lot to me for you to take the time. We kind of put you on the spot last week when we were in our meeting uh, for Wish Fest, and I, I took advantage of an opportunity. I'm like, wait a minute, you need to be on my show. <laughs> Listen, you said that, and I was like, let's do it. What are we even waiting for? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. It's been such a pleasure. Oh my god, best best uh, interviewer ever. You are just so awesome, and uh, I. I'm so excited for tomorrow. It's going to be great. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. It, it's going to be awesome tomorrow. You know, I was, I was flipping through the comments and I, and I saw one comment here and I'm going to highlight it on the screen. I don't know if you can see that. Um, <laughs> just that comment really hit me. I says, that's just awesome. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, yeah, listen, uh, you stay humble and I know you will. I know you will. Um, uh, the only thing I, I think can destroy your career is alcohol and drugs. And, and I don't see you going down that road and I will keep you in my prayers that you don't go down that road um, because it has ruined so many careers. Right. It's just it has. It's crazy. It's actually terrifying. It's, I mean, I don't know. You get in that circle and people just, it's just a normal thing. And it's like, I'm yeah. going to stick to my pasta. Like, <laughs> I'll stick to my pasta. I'm on a carb high. I got crackhead energy. I'm on a carb high. Leave me alone. That's me. <laughs> I love it. Madison, listen, it was such a great pleasure. I'll close the show with you, so don't go away. Want to remind everybody, Wish Fest tomorrow, 6 o'clock. You can check it out on the Wish Fest page on Facebook. Also, wake up to the vibe. We're out to raise $15,000, ladies and gentlemen. 5,000 more to go. We've got some great performers tomorrow. So make sure you show up. Happy Friday, everybody. Pay it forward. Live your best life. God bless you all and have yourself a great day. Madison, you take care. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now.